So let's talk about that scratching in the walls the other day. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> the scratching that plagues my existence. The scratching um, that plagues your existence. It's this whole house. It's it's 35 years old now, I believe, which isn't that old in the grand scheme. The grand scheme of things. However, you mentioned now. <laughs> you mentioned this, and I've been thinking about this ever since. Yeah, I still don't know if it's. Tr- I don't know what what part of it's true. You. Me- but let's just look. Let's start here. You mentioned that it was a uh, a prison, was it? See, I don't know. I think it might. Have, that's in my head for some reason, and I'm gonna. I don't think I can figure out what to Google to figure out whether that's true. I'd have to ask my mother. But um, finding information about like Kitchener is very hard, especially if it's like unorthodox information. Like, there's a lot of information about. I live in a co-op, a cooperative housing. Oh, yeah. Technically, we're in Waterloo. We are in Waterloo. Oh, okay. <laughs> we are in Waterloo. Um, <laughs> Um, and there's a lot of information about the co-op and like it's, uh, especially we just paid off our mortgage. It's pretty great. Um, but there was this whole like walkout party essentially of, uh, I don't know if that was called, what it was called. Walkout. Grave, uh, Gravenhurst Beaver Creek Correctional Institute. That might be it. Um, but that's, this was that's recent. Okay. No, definitely not then. But um, it might give information about, I'm just going to read this. You, you, <laughs> So, the co-op, like, there's a lot of information, especially recently, about, like, the inception of the co-op, and how it was founded, and it, how it was built, and all, everything that went into it, and the the documentation of, over the years, of, of everything that's been done here, especially, like, you look at some of the photos from when we, it was first made, and it looks nothing like it does now in terms of, like, greenery especially. We've built a lot of trees and a lot of nature and stuff, and it's really great. <laughs> but it, I'm pretty sure that it was built on some sort of correctional facility. Maybe not a prison. I don't think it was a prison itself, but it was, I think, a correctional sort of facility. Yeah, because I just... this is But this is in Gravenhurst. That's probably not it, then. That's the only thing that comes up. Um, so that's the thing. It's my mom knows, so if she comes home in the middle of this, I'll ask her. Hell but yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Special guest. But, um, yeah, so I'm thinking every time I hear some weird noises, I think it's probably something to do with that. Or just me, because I feel like I attract things and I don't realize I attract things all the time. I mean, it's, it could be worse. Yeah. At um, least, like, nothing malicious yet. As far as I can tell other than that one time that i told you about with my friend noah when we oh yeah got that weird <laughs> why did you do that noise at that exact moment baby sorry that was my dog Lena, why'd you do that she wants attention you made me jump at the worst moment <laughs> um so but it's not that yeah essentially this place isn't that old in the grand scheme of things however um it is quite old and there's a lot of noises and they're, they can, a lot of them, be attributed to house-settling noises, but there's a lot of them. So if you're, like, if people, people who don't live here notice it a lot more than yeah. I do, for sure. Um, like, even, there's a spot in the kitchen where you step and it makes this loud noise. Oh, yeah, notice. I love that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I love that stuff. Because if someone, if you you step it, the entire house seems to shift a little bit. Yeah. It's very cool. <laughs> but I'm just used to it. Like, that's just my life. It's always been, like, I've lived in this unit been here in the co-op my whole life lived in this unit since i was probably eight and i'm 24 so that's what math um 16 years yeah more than half my life um it's wild that's two-thirds of my life math 
fractions. I hate math. <laughs> what is syllabus? What is syllabus? <laughs> oh. I love redacted. <laughs> Reda- I would die for redacted. Yes. Um, but yeah, so the scratching in my wall. Yes. So, so that's is, either an animal. Yes. There's regular scratching that you can hear within my walls in different parts of the house. Because when we heard it, it was when you and Chris were over. We were in the living room. Yes. Um, it also happens in, when I'm in my room, which is on the opposite side of the house. Hmm. Um, we're pr- I, it's most likely animals burrowing inside the walls. Does it usually happen, like, just in the winter? Or does it, like, happen, like, year-round? It happens year-round. Okay. So, yeah, could be animal. <laughs> yes, but it always freaks, still freaks me out a little bit every time I hear it, because I'm like, yeah, could be ghosts. Could be. <laughs> um, could be. Yeah. Yeah. Everything could be ghosts. Everything could be ghosts. We could just all be dead and not know it. I'm not in a place to have another <laughs> existential crisis right now. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, the same security guard who's who uh, banned me from telling puns at work um, has also said that I'm too depressing to talk to. <laughs> oh. But I'm like, this is just my delicate gothic sensibilities. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, the idea... What was it we were talking about? We were talking about zombie movies, which I don't really like zombie movies. Mm-hmm. But there's a few that I really enjoy. I really enjoyed the first Zombieland. I haven't seen the second one yet, working on it. But um, I enjoyed it because it was like a lot of it was like just learning to like live in the moment and appreciate the little things that as you got them. Yeah. And I'm like, that's so good. He's like, but there wasn't a resolution at the end. I'm like, the resolution at the end was that you learn to live a day at a time. And he's like, that's so depressing. I'm like, that really isn't. That's really the most uplifting thing that one can have because that's that's all we have. Exactly. That's we, all we have. We have the moment. We're not, if you think, if you think about it too much, you're not going to have really much more than the moment. So just learn to appreciate and live and love the moments. Sorry. <laughs> no, but that's like my whole life. I get it. Yeah. Like same. <laughs> Hi, welcome to Liminal Spaces. This is your captain speaking, Nick. And I'm the Bermuda Triangle's (laughs) mistress, Adele. Triangle's mistress. This is the Bermuda Triangle's wife. Because you know the mistress really gets it. That's true. The yeah. wife is just for political purposes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they have an understanding, and the and the wife has a mistress too. It's also she... me. <laughs> <laughs> you can just say that you're like in a polycule. It's fine. Not politically, it's not. <laughs> oh shit! Oh shit! I am. Oh shit! I'm the Bermuda Triangle's and its wife's. Um, Set their lover, wives, but separate. Their wives. Um, um, I, I am both of their their. I I am in a polyamorous relationship with the Bermuda Triangle and their wife, but the but the, the treaties won't have it. The treaties won't have. It. So you can only be acknowledged as their mistress, but separate. Yeah, I'm separately both their mistresses. Holy shit! I'm invested in this. <laughs> 
<laughs> Write it down. It's the new. It's my new novel. Tm 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 tm. Uh, yeah, so welcome to Liminal Spaces. I think we said that already, but honestly, I cannot remember anymore. <laughs> this whole episode is a bit of a... This is fine. This we, is... we recorded both our first episodes on the same day and then took a bit of a break. A long break. And It's been a month. No. It's been two weeks. It's It's been... Two weeks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It just feels like a long time because time doesn't exist. The... This this month so far has felt like an hour. Yeah. And but last month felt like three months. Time, time. Time does not exist. Time. Not okay. to like trigger another existential crisis in y'all. <laughs> I'm just constantly being existential crisis in the last like three months. <laughs> it's just been my life is a constant existential crisis. Same. Not to, like, on, I think... on top of trying to be back in school, I've only got, like, two weeks left of school. Yeah. What? What? Yeah. No, what? Because exams. Oh. Yeah. How fucked and... That's weird. That's not good. Very weird. That's not great. Anyways. You want to hear about my last exam? <laughs> Your last, last exam? Last time I was in school, five years ago, uh, in university. Yeah. Shit, it has been five years. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, I, like, one of my, one of my exams, it was... The Christmas exam. I was I went I went to the exam. I was hungover. Mm-hmm. I had a fever. Mm-hmm. I had a cold sore mm-hmm. and an eye infection. This is just first year wrapped in a nice little bow. Right in one week too. And what else was it? And I had dislocated my knee earlier that day. That day? I mean, it might have been the day before that. It was around the time where I was like, I was still re- very, like, very in the high area of like recovering from that. That might have also been around the same time I dislocated my pinky, but that would have been a oh couple my weeks before God. that. God, so you had an exam in that state? Yes. Jesus, I passed. <laughs> <laughs> I passed, but my um, professor wrote like a note. He's like, "Thank you for putting those jokes in the exam, but please don't do that again." Because I wrote, like, I, I did write some, like, jokes in the essay part and everything, because I'm very clever. Yeah. And it was, like, irrelevant, but he's also, like, maybe not do this again. It was good. good Don't do that again. Good for first year, not for upper year. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. okay. I didn't make it past my second year. It's okay. <laughs> Anxiety. Uh, yeah. That's a mood. I literally, <laughs> I get it. Yeah, you get <laughs> I it. I dropped out of school for three years before I went back. Yep. So, here we are. <laughs> Um, anyway. Anyways, we're here to talk about things. We, we have, are. We do have... We have a topic. Topics to talk about. I have a topic. I have done research... Vaguely. ...in the past couple hours <laughs> to this. Actually, I started doing research last night, but, like, a lot of this is, like, stuff I remember from, like, my, my childhood. I just got the facts of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to talk about the Flight 111, um, plane crash in... <laughs> Nova Scotia. Do it again. I miss home. <laughs> okay, so yeah, so I'm talking about the Swiss, uh, the Swiss Flight 111. I think it's that's how I've always heard it re- referenced and everything. So I'll just go with the facts first about what happened, and then we'll talk about how like I I I, I interacted with this. Sure. Okay. So on uh, September 2nd, 1998. The McDonnell, Mc, McDonnell? Yeah, McDonnell Duke, uh, McDonnell Douglas. <laughs> I'm sorry. The McDonnell Douglas MD-11, uh, uh, 
which is the type of aircraft. Sure. Yes, net is the technical type of aircraft. I believe you. I believe you. Um, but was Swiss Air Flight 111 was flying from uh, New York to uh, Geneva, Switzerland. For half a second, I thought you meant Genovia, and I was like, that's a fake place. (laughs) Okay, is Genovia the Princess Diaries one? Okay, yeah, yeah. Genovia's a real place. What? Serbia. Someone, like... (laughs) (laughs) I always thought they made it up. They did make it up, but, like, someone, like, basically, like, from, like, context clues and everything, and, like, the only place that would make sense for it to, like, exist would be in Serbia. Okay. So, it's... It's a real place. Sure. It's not a real place, but it's a real place. Gotcha. I understand. So, not there. Not there, no. So, to Geneva in Switzerland. Okay. That was... Not an accent. Not an accent. Um, yeah. Um, but on the flight over, the plane crashed into the Atlantic Ocean at the entrance to the St. Margaret's Bay, where I grew up. (laughs) Now, I only moved... Well, I moved to Nova Scotia in 1999, so, like, a year, like, later. half a year yeah. later, technically. Um, but we didn't move to the area until, like, to, like, end of 1999. Mm-hmm. So, we were, we weren't in the area when this happened. Um, but it was, like, one of those things everybody knew about. Yeah. Because, obviously, it happened right there. Especially, like, a year's not that much time for and that kind of stuff. It's a big fucking tragedy. Not to be a downer, but it's a big fucking tragedy. There were 229 people on board. Um, they all died. 215 passengers and 14 crew. Everyone died. Nobody survived it. Jesus. Yeah, it was for a while there. It was like one of the biggest um, plane crashes, plane, uh, plane fatalities. Like, I, Sorry, I just thought of something really dark. Do it. Like two years. It's. It's be- that's only because it was, like, three years before I 9-11. Mean, <laughs> but even then, not to say 9-11 wasn't a big tragedy, but it wasn't as big a tragedy as everything else that followed. <sighs> <sighs> Capitalism is the biggest tragedy. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <That> tracks. <laughs> tracks is my hot take for the day. Yeah, so um, basically what happened was, was like, big electrical... Uh, failure that caused an in-flight fire and then like into the bay down by the bay where the watermelons grow where the airplane crashes i'm so sorry (laughs) i deal with tragedy through humor yeah yes sometimes you kind of gotta sometimes you gotta so yeah so that i also would like to point the fact that you know this from your childhood, but to get the facts, you just have the Wikipedia page just I have. pulled up right in front of you right I, now. Well, to get, let's be honest, <laughs> Wikipedia is going to have the facts. The facts? F-A-X? The F-A-X, yes. That's the thing that you send on a computer, isn't it? The facts? You have to fax the things? Fax the facts? Have you ever faxed the facts? I haven't, but it's not a computer. You know that, right? No, what? It's a machine, so like... What? A <laughs> fax machine's not in, a, in the computer. But it's... You use a computer... No, 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 no. It was not connected to the internet. What? It was not a computer. It what? was a machine no. that you... Um, you had a piece of paper, and you dialed in the number you wanted to... The fax machine number you wanted to send it to, and it sent Wait, it... Wait. It's a phone? Yeah. 
No. It was it was connected to the phone system. It had to be because there were specific fax numbers that you were just, you would send something to. I don't like this. And you put the, mach- the the piece of paper that you wanted to send over through the machine, and it basically copied the paper and sent it to print out at somebody else's machine. So it cloned it. Essentially. It's a phone cloning machine. Yes. Oh, I don't for, like this. For, like, documents and stuff. I, I don't like this. <laughs> I don't like this. Why? I mean, uh... Okay. Okay. <laughs> We're well, getting too sidetracked. That's okay. It's fine. The fax machine. The fax machine. The right. other noise known as Wikipedia, which is the internet fax machine and not the phone fax machine, which I just learned about, which now we have to keep in. Yeah, that's gonna that's gonna that's gotta stay. This might be our first like our first two episodes were about 25, 30 minutes. I think this one might, might be longer. Be longer. <laughs> we just slowly increase our time length to a full hour. It'll still only be one set story, but we're just talking too much. Too many tangents. I love tangents. Tangents are fun. Yeah, they're fun to listen to, so as I think long, it's fine. Honestly, as long as we don't get to, like, three-hour episodes, then I'm gonna be okay. Yeah, no, I, I, if we got to three-hour episodes, I would be very impressed with us. I mean, if we get caught talking about ghost stories, then we probably would make it, but then even then we'd be like, mm, let's pause. Yeah, pa- what we would definitely... We would have to set, yes. Cut that out. Yes. Okay, so that's okay. basically what happened. Tragedy. Yes. Tragedy. They all died. Um, yeah. Oof. Most of them were, like, I, like, most of them were from the U.S., but, like, a striking amount of people were from France. But I don't know why that always strikes, that strikes me. Like, that's, yeah. Like, a significant number of people were from France, and I'm, uh, that unexpected me. Was unexpected it maybe, um, <laughs> I don't think that's the right verbiage, but maybe it was, like, was it a connecting flight, maybe? Might have. To get to, like, back home? Oh, yeah, because, like, they were going from from New York to Geneva to Switzerland, right? And Switzerland's not that far from France yeah. in the grand scheme of things. And I know, like, when I went to France, it, we actually went to Germany and then back to France for connecting flights. So that, that tracks. I mean... Just for, like, we didn't stay under, like, it was the connecting flight from Germany to France. So. Oh, Okay. That might have been what that might have been that. Maybe. I like to be fair though, I've only ever taken like one flight that went directly to a place that I needed to get to, so okay. why are flights are like this? So yeah, that's what happened. Mm-hmm. Um basically after that, like a lot of the fishermen in the bay are actually Ooh. a lot of the people who helped out in the like search and rescue and recovery. Okay, I was thinking that they were I thought you were gonna go no. into where they were like fishing and well, okay, so here's Getting the thing. Getting some interesting catches of the day. So here's the thing. As children, learning about this story, mm-hmm. we also had a lot of stories that we told each other that, in hindsight, are not even close to factual. Yeah. Kids be like. Kids be like. And I, there's, like, this one story, which I will get to in a moment, that I've heard from, but about, like, other people at sea tragedies like i've heard someone tell this exact same story but under the context of the titanic Hmm. because here's another fun fact about nova scotia the titanic uh victims were buried in 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 a halifax graveyard i guess that probably would have been closest well the unclaimed ones but yeah yeah, so yeah like a lot of the um yeah a lot of the things and people from the titanic washed up on the shores of nova scotia yeah that tracks so, yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, we, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, the, um, 
Yeah, so the fishermen actually helped it a lot. And one of the articles I actually found was from a fisherman I know, mm. or I knew from my childhood. I obviously don't talk to him anymore. But, um, so, <laughs> there's these, like, they're pillars of, of the community mm-hmm. uh, that I grew up in. Bob and Peggy. Okay. Which is funny, because uh, on the other side of the St. Margaret's Bay where I grew up is Peggy's Cove. So it was like, ah, it's Peggy's Cove, you yeah. know? It was, like, a fun thing that we were like, ah, you know? Mm. And I'm pretty sure, like, Bob did something romantic about that once, but anyway. like, Yeah, you had, you would have to. Obviously, you would have to. But, like, I remember Bob especially because he, uh, he took me and a couple of the other kids across the bay on his fishing boat once. Mm-hmm. It was a really fun trip. And when we were, like, in the middle of the bay, he would, like, let us... I don't know if I should put this on the internet. He'd let us drive to like get the feel of it, like with him supervising. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but he would I like. I don't think they can arrest you for that. I don't know, and it was like it was like fifteen years ago. I'm more worried about Bob. That's what I mean. <laughs> I don't think they can arrest Bob. It's... He's like he's in his seventies and he's a really nice man. And like, there's no proof other than you verbalizing it. This is true. Nobody, there's no, and... there's no pictures. There's <laughs> Who's no. Who's gonna believe me? <laughs> <laughs> and even then. It... You could be to plausible deniability. Other people, other kids that he could have taken could say, like, no. Exactly. It never happened. Yeah, exactly. It's fine. Shh. What are you talking about? I don't even know this person. <laughs> they probably wouldn't even know me. Um. <laughs> it's been 87 years. It's been 87 years, and I have changed my name several times. <laughs> <laughs> None of them would recognize me now. Actually, a lot of them probably wouldn't. Although, to be fair, I probably wouldn't recognize them either. I'm don't do faces very well <laughs> see i'm good i'm good with faces but it's actually it was surprising even side tra- side note um on the thing of people from side ta- note from <laughs> side note number seven yeah no kidding um <laughs> the one time i was at there's this arcade bar um with like old arcade games down by on King like and you yeah I've, I've, I've been by it yeah um i went there with Kareth and taylor once and when I was there, somebody that I knew from middle school oh, shit. recognized me. Ugh. It was fine. Like, it, it was a little weird, but it was fine. But it was more just, I thought I'd changed my appearance so much. This was yeah. back before, like, I've kind of grown my hair out a little bit. I still got an undercut, but it, but this was back when I had more just, like, the the top bun. More okay, like, yeah. kind of like yours, but longer. Yeah. Um, before and, you went swingy Todd. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And, like, I thought I dressed entirely different. I had my glasses on. Like, yeah, but some people are really, really good with faces. They must have, this person must have been because, like, she recognized me and I was like, wait, how did you, how did you even pick, it's a dark place and there's lots of sound and, like, just in the crowd she managed to see me. I was like, okay, sure. So, like, That's people mean. might recognize, there's always a chance that somebody would. Anyways. Don't like that. Um. I know, me neither. <laughs> I always, living in my hometown sometimes, especially when I was working at Starbucks and people that I, like, recognized from high school or, or, like, elementary school that I knew, but would never be able to say, like, hey, we went to school together because it was just, like, I knew their face and I knew their name, but nothing else about them. Yeah. And I don't know if they also recognize me. (laughs) And I'm just like, just don't say anything. It's fine. Just pretend like it doesn't exist. Exactly. Like, sometimes you just gotta. The only time I've ever been recognized, um since I left my hometown that I remember. I might have blocked out everything else that ever happened. I've seen a few people around. This is the thing. When here? I was in, No, not, not oh, here. Thank God, not like, here. Oh, 
Damn. No, I don't. See, I don't handle the past very well. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's the trauma. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but. <laughs> oh, sorry, that was me throwing things around. Um, destroying my house. Of course, I always do. <laughs> no, but like I got recognized by a guy from high school, who I hated, mm. and I didn't think I made it unknown that I had hated him. But maybe he he was like maybe he was like oh it was high school it was whatever. Yeah, but he was also but yeah, and also he was like the religious fanatic at at school. Ah. Yeah, he ended up on the news for bullshit. Um, cause he was an, just a great A jackass. Mm. And I was on my way home from work one day and, uh, he was like, is that you? And I'm just like, no, <laughs> fuck. And then he was like, he was like friendly and he's like, and chatting a little bit. And I'm like, listen, I gotta catch my bus home. And he was like, okay, well maybe I'll see you around. I'm like, yeah, sure. And never saw him again. Thank God. Oh, no. Anyway. Um, Anyways. <laughs> different um, tragedy. Altogether. Yeah, what were we talking about? <laughs> about the fly- no, it was so, uh, I was tell- telling you about Bob and Peggy. That's how this right, got. Right, yes, Bob and Peggy. But yeah, Bob's great. Peggy's really nice. Though, I, like, since I left, I don't know if they're still around. Mm. Like, I hope they do. And I hope they are. They're really, they were really nice people. Um, but yeah. No, okay, so so the story is yeah. What is the story? What what is your point that you would wish to make with this? The story so the thing is like we used to like hear like these like kind of grisly stories about the thing. And also we would like find shrapnel on the beach. Because like we lived five minutes away from a beach and we went there like all the time, season round. Yeah. And of course we would like when we weren't swimming because it was too cold, we were, like, exploring the rocks and everything. And yeah. um, one day my dad found this um, hunk of me- melted metal wrapped around several rocks. It was, like, about the size of a grape... How much is... How big is a grape... Like, a cantaloupe? Is that a cantaloupe? That looks kind of cantaloupe Okay, so it's about the size of a cantaloupe. I don't know. I don't like melons. <laughs> me either. Good. Okay. And we're in good company. Yeah. Um, but it was about that size, and he had it for the longest time. He just kept it? Yeah, he just kept it. Which was technically illegal, but... Yeah, <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. He, he found it, like, probably, like, 2003-ish. Mm-hmm. So it's been, like, so... It had been, like, years since it, but everyone knew that came from, like, the Swiss flight, right? Yeah. And so, uh, but, like, he kept it... I think he's... I think it's still at his house somewhere. Hmm. I have to ask my stepmom about that. But, um... So, like, that was, like, my, that was technically my first introduction to, like, this. Because my dad found this, and he was like, oh, this is really cool. He showed my mom, and they were talking about this. And I'm like, well, what are you you guys talking about? Like, what is this thing? So they, like, sat me down and told me what happened. It was this big tragedy. But it was, like, so I was talking with my friends about it at the time, and they had all, like, grown, grown, grown up in this area. So they, like, had been around when this happened. Yeah. And so, like, they were like, oh, yeah, so, like, this happened and this happened. And one of the stories that... Um, everyone kind of like circulated around, and this is the this is the story I was telling you earlier, like that I've heard from about multiple different tragedies. Yeah, yeah. Which I'm pretty sure never actually happened anywhere. Sure. So it was a story about like um, this fisherman goes out, uh, on, just like, out fishing, mm-hmm. and it's like after uh the after the tragedy enough that like, 
not everything is everywhere. Mm-hmm. And he finds um, the body of a child, an infant child. Mm-hmm. And he's like, not quite all right in the head. He doesn't quite recognize that it's a dead child. Oh, and he takes it home? He takes it home and he cares for it. Excuse me. Bless you. Yeah, so he takes it home and he cares for it. And just keeps taking care of it. Until it basically rots away. That's the story that we all told each other. It was like, yeah, so you hear about the the old fisherman and everything? Nobody nobody ever gave this guy a name, either. (laughs) Which That's like a telltale sign that it's a... Telltale sign. It's an urban legend. Like an urban legend. Like, this is an urban legend that everyone, like, that everyone I know attributed to this flight. Mm -hmm. But then I moved around... Uh, and in different areas, there was, like, different tragedy or a different st- that the same story came up with. <laughs> like, there there had been, um, like, obviously, there's a lot of shipwrecks. Um, in that area? It, it, not just in that area, but, like, all, aco- all the coast. Mm-hmm. Every coast has, like, a different shipwreck, basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, different areas of the coast, I should say. And I've heard that story connected to every single shipwreck. Even, like, the ancient ones, the really, really old ones, too. Like, and you, you just, and I'm just like, at that, at that point, I was like, oh, this is an urban legend. But, like, to me, it's always still connected to this place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, you know, obviously. That's, that's your personal connection to it. Exactly. But it's also, like, yeah, like, the, they also have, like, the memorials up near Peggy's Cove. And one of, one of the things my mom likes to do, liked to do was um, we would, whenever we had, like, relatives visiting, we would, like, take them up to Peggy's Cove and usually along the lines, we'd all stop at the Swiss uh, flight memorials mm-hmm. and, like, just kind of, like, sit and reflect and take photos. Because, honestly, it's on the top of these cliffs overlooking the bay for obvious purposes. Because I think there's, like, a photograph at one point where from the, one of the spots of the memorial, um, you, it's, you just see the bay and then, like, the entrance of the bay and then the other side of the co- of, of the bay. Yes, that's the right word. <laughs> and, but, like, there's an old grainy photo you can you can find, or at least I found, I don't know if it's just, like, a thing people have around, where this, the, the plane is in the water, in the bay, and you can still see the other side of the bay. So, like, if you're standing at this spot, you can place exactly where the pho- uh, photographer was when they took the photo. Spooky. It's pretty spooky. Uh, but it's, like, a be- honestly, it's a beautiful area. So we used to go there a lot. <laughs> We just need to go there, and you need to just take me on not only the ghost tour, but, like, tour uh, all of these little these places that you're talking yes. about. So, <laughs> your, your shipwreck and the, and the story. Oh, well, it was a plane crash. Um. <laughs> That's what I meant. It was I in will, the sea. I will talk about other shipwrecks eventually. Mm-hmm. Like, I definitely want to talk about the uh, Young Teaser, for, for sure. Mm-hmm. You, you don't, don't know, know what the Young is. Teaser is? Uh, I don't know a lot of teaser trailer. Um. Um, <laughs> <laughs> were you essentially making the point of this this urban legend? Yeah, it was that, the, the, like... it was that that was the uh, the point I was getting to. It's like this is the urban legend, mm. and there there are like other like obviously there's other ghost stories. Like we've seen people like wandering on the beach who shouldn't have been there, and this is like a small ass uh, beach, technically. A private beach, but it's like everyone in town goes there. Mm-hmm. There's also one that's uh, about ten minutes down the road. Uh, that would be the Fox Point Beach, and then, you know, you just follow up the the, um, the 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 shore road, and you get like 
like literally it's called Shore Road, <laughs> and you get like all these like small ass little grainy beaches, whatever, and these are all like on the bay, right? But like you go around the bay and you just keep following that road and you get so many little beaches, and I have stories. Uh, not to get on another tangent, I get stories about all those beaches. <laughs> we're gonna basically have three episodes from. The, we're gonna just have a tangent episode. <laughs> yeah, like this could be like this could just be our tangent episode. That's true. We'll see. <laughs> I do want to give time to your story. No, yeah. Look, so the beach ghosts. There's so many beach ghosts. Like every, I swear, every not every beach. Most beaches have a ghost. Beach. Sorry, beach. I had to do that. <laughs> So, uh, so, like, I've seen people wandering on the beach, and I don't know if this is just my own weirdness. So, not to get on another tangent, this is re- relevant to what I'm about to talk about. When I went to a fortune teller at the Renaissance Fair... This year? This year. Mm-hmm. Um, she told me to stop hiding in, like, a bunch of different ways. In a trans way, in a queer way, in a weird psychic way way. <laughs> so I've been trying to like talk about the things I see as part of this. Yes, please. Because I, I never really, never really talked about the shit I've seen. You've um, come to the right place. Yeah. So, yes. Um, there used to be a young woman that would wander on the beach that I grew up at. I think I told my mom this once, and she was like, I've never seen anyone about this, seen anyone, and then I never told anyone else. <laughs> um, but yeah, she used to wander there. Um, not to be like, stereotypical but like long white dress wet like she had just come out of the water mm-hmm. and she was just wandering the beach and looking out over the bay and oh, not to say like she came from the flight but she might have she could have just you know like people die at sea all the time yeah like one of my friends um her she she's from a family of fishermen um long history of people drowning at sea so, you know, it happens. And so she could be one of those. But, like, she came out of the water. She was very, like, she was dripping wet and in a white dress. And I'm just like, yeah, she died it there. But, you know. Um, and then there's, <laughs> you go down to the Fox Point Beach. That's also the beach that I saw the shark at um, where my dad was like, hey, how about you get out of the water now and we'll go home. And I'm like, okay, cool. And then on our drive home, my dad was like, yeah, there's, so there's a shark in the water behind you. And I'm like, oh, cool. Thanks for getting me out, I guess. I was... Like a real shark? Yeah, like a real shark. It was small. It wasn't, like, one of those, like, huge ass... But it was, like... But you were like, get out of the water. My dad was like... Ah! My, <laughs> my dad... <laughs> Why wouldn't he just be like, um... I guess he wouldn't want to freak you out, but, my, like... <laughs> my dad was the coolest cucumber. I have only ever... I only ever saw him freak out once uh-huh. um and that was when he was teaching me to drive <laughs> mm. um and it was yeah but that was it that was the only time i ever saw him freak out so he was like cool as cucumber um literally was like yeah how about you uh come out of the water now i think it's time for us to go home oh my god and i was like okay because it was like it was around the time where we, we would have been like let's go home anyway yeah yeah so <laughs> jesus <laughs> and then <laughs> oh no but, no, like, there was a diving team that used to go there a lot, and I never went to that beach a lot because it was, like, a lot more public, but it was also a lot more rocky. Um, and it was, like, farther down the road. It was easier just to go down to the beach that was close to us. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, saw people, like... <laughs> so, if we were, like, driving late at night, this is mostly, like, in high school, 
um, if we were driving late at night and we were walk, we were driving by this beach, um, I was never the driver, so I was always the, looking out the windows, mm-hmm. like watching everything as the pa- passenger privilege. Yes. <laughs> and then you, you know, there'd be people standing on the beach there too. Just chilling. Just chilling. They're standing at the water's edge, kind of deal, right? Oof. But like, you know, nobody else would see them, so it'd be like okay. <laughs> Okay. And then there's another beach. <laughs> there's so many. There's some there's literally so many beaches. There's Queensland Beach, which I never went to. I only went there once well, maybe twice with a couple of friends. I never liked that beach. It was Queensland Beach is the kind of beach where everyone goes, it's super crowded. There's like there's parking. You know? Like there's parking. Oh, like a parking lot. Yeah. For this beach, but this is also the beach that gets des- gets destroyed every year because of whatever hurricane. Oh, <laughs> any kind of storm that rolls in, Queensland Beach gets destroyed. R.I.P. Queensland. R.I.P. Queensland Beach. It's also the beach that you always find a condom on. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't. I never went there that much. Mm-hmm. Um, but then if you go down the road, there's like a Waldorf Beach a little bit. Okay. Technically more of a private beach, but that's also the beach where, like, anytime there's, a, like, a dead whale in the bay, it, that always washes up on that beach specifically. Gotcha. So, like, I saw a lot, a lot of beached whales on that, um, that one. Uh, and then, of course, like, there's just, like, you know, those are, like, the only ones that I ever, like, frequented. And even the last two, like, I never really went to. We always just drove by them. So, mm-hmm. but, you know, a lot of, a lot of... You know, sometimes you just see people hanging around and you just get that weird feeling like, I don't know about this person. Like, I don't know if that person is actually there or not, you know? Like, there's nothing, they're, they look completely normal. There's nothing to, like, really indicate that, like, maybe they're not quite there. And so you don't really mention it to anyone, but you're probably sure that if you did mention it to someone, they'd be like, what person? So... If you see anyone with that with me around, please mention it. Okay. Because I, <laughs> my perception, I as you saw the other day, is really bad. So like I, if I'm not looking for something, I won't see it. I, I don't know if I just like. I can't tell if I don't have the natural inclination because when I do focus, it's very easy. Oh yeah. But as soon as, but if I'm like not looking for it, I won't see it. Um, Another parallel: you wear glasses and I don't. <laughs> yes you yep. need to focus yep. you don't yeah. naturally yeah that's right that, that's I mean, the I'm parallel I'm... I'm making I understand <laughs> I like it they're not very strong us but yes essentially which is funny too because I am a very visual person like I yeah. have always been like a visual artist I like love color love just aesthetically pleasing things but unless I'm looking for something I don't perceive it that's valid i ha- my perception is very narrow for some reason in terms of just <laughs> passive perception that's the passive thing my passive perce- perception is very narrow it's very low okay so your passive perception is probably like nine i would even put it at eight okay your passive perception is like, eight but if you but your your um my actual perception is like a 16 16. No, so, like, so your your actual perception is probably, sorry, your actual perception is probably, like, a plus four. Yeah. Yeah, and then, but your base is, like, an eight. <laughs> yeah, my base, is, yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, whereas my passive perception is probably, like, a 16. Yeah. But, like, my, my, my 
actual perception's a minus one. <laughs> we're, we're switched. We're, we're switched. switched. We balance each other out very, very well. Yeah. I love explaining the world in D&D terms. <laughs> but it, it makes sense. It does. It really does. Because, like, honestly, there's so there's a lot, of, lot that you can't explain otherwise about, like, human behavior. Yeah. But, like, if you look at someone and you go, high and low wisdom suddenly everything makes sense. Yeah, because it's just a very, it's very simple terms to explain your point. Exactly, and it just gets the point across. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, this is more of a, okay, so one of my, when I was growing up, uh, I used to bike around a lot. I can pinpoint the exact moment when I stopped biking around was when my best friend who used to live next door to me uh, moved to another place part of the not neighborhood but like she li- she moved into town whereas we were outside of town mm-hmm. and so I didn't have anyone to bike with me anymore um and also that was the exact same moment I also had discovered the internet <laughs> so it was like I don't want to go outside anymore mm-hmm. I don't have my friend anymore and I, there's interesting things on the internet yeah. so um but that's when I stopped but before then and, and for a little while afterwards, too, because my mom would be like, do you want to go for a bike ride? I'd be like, yeah, let's go for a bike ride. We would bike down um, down the shore road uh, to the beach, and if we felt like it, we'd drive down to the wharf. And no matter what time of day, this is just a Nova Scotia thing. This isn't even the ghost story part. No matter what time of day, there was always people fishing off the wharf. Always. Always. There was always someone fishing off the <laughs> wharf. East Coast be like. East Coast be like. Especially, like, it's a, it's like a small, uh, small wharf, too. And then, of course, but, like, the thing is, on the way to the wharf, we'd pass by, like, three churches. (laughs) This is a 15-minute long walk, like, 15-minute long bike, right? Right. We'd pass three churches, and one of them was, would be, it was more in the woods. Okay. Like, it wasn't being used as a church anymore, but there was still the graveyard next to it, and it was, the graveyard was still being well kept. Right. (laughs) <laughs> now, I was also, like, you know, I'm goth. I'm, I'm embracing my inner goth punk, right? Yeah. But I used to be really, really, like, emo. So I would, like, go off on my own. Yeah. And one, one, on one of my own bike rides by myself, I was biking past this church. Oh, boy. And all the lights were on. Oh, and all the lights were on. Okay. All the lights were on in this church. I'd never seen the lights on in this place. Uh, did you investigate? I kind of investigated. Uh, I stopped in front of the church, and the door opens. Uh, uh, who's standing there? Anyone? See, that's where it gets fuzzy. Oh, no. See, that, that's the scary part of this. That's where it gets fuzzy. Oh, no. I do know that I did eventually get onto my butt uh, back onto my bike because i like i dismounted i was standing next to my bike and then and that's when the door opened and like i can't recall if there was someone in the door or not or if it was just light Mm -hmm. i know i i think i walked up to the door Mm -hmm. but i know i didn't go inside Mm -hmm. and then i got back on my bike finished the ride, and then took the turn onto the highway, onto, like, the main road, uh, to ride back instead of uh, taking the back, <laughs> taking the way back. 
Yeah, yeah, good. So, yeah. That, <laughs> that sounds like when, when you, what you hear when people go into trances when, like, supernatural entities, like, take over their, their, yeah. their will and, like, try to, try to, like... That was also the year, um... Get them to do what they want. One of my friends from school gave me my, my, uh, pentagram for, um, for, for my birthday. Mm-hmm. Uh, she she bought me this that bought me that this, that year for my birthday and I've been wearing it ever since and haven't had any problems like that. <laughs> what is the protection thing? It's yeah yeah exactly it's protective symbols for my beliefs. So yeah that was <laughs> there you go. Spooky shit on the south shore. This is what I mean. I want shit like that to. I mean, I would be absolutely fucking terrified if it were to actually happen to me. But like, <laughs> like that's shit I've never. I would like something to happen like that to like me. Like that's shit also... I've never told. I've never even told my mom that story. Oh, my God, totally. oh shit! I'm so sorry, mom. <laughs> she listens to this show. Um, you heard it here first, mom. <laughs> I'm. Yeah. You're alive. That's all that matters. I'm alive. I didn't actually go into the church. It's not the white one. So this is this this is particularly for my mom. It's not the white one that like is on the corner there, and it's not the one that's like just past the the um past the ranch and the wharf. There's like one that's right in the middle there that you can like really look over if you're not careful. And I could never look over it. <laughs> yeah, never again. No. Even before that, it was oh, like man. I always caught my attention. Which in hindsight, now that I'm saying it out loud, is kind of a um. Kind of, kind of a, you know, kind of a, of a, of a red flag. Yeah. Yeah. So you know that's going to have to be one of our stops when we go Oh, absolutely. There. Now, here's the part that I'm really scared about. If, what if we go down the south, what if we go down there and it's not there? That's the part I'm really scared about. <laughs> it just doesn't exist. It just, it's just not there. I'm... I'm a little, I'm a little concerned about that if we actually we'll do have that. to face that fear when we come to it. We'll burn that bridge when we get to it. <laughs> oh boy, howdy. Okay. Oh so, anyways, we'll see what this turns into. Hell yeah! Uh, <laughs> spoiler alert: it's probably going to be two different podcasts. Yeah, we'll we'll see how this this one gets chopped up. Um, so, whenever you're listening to this, uh, <laughs> whichever episode this comes after, we uh, have a Twitter. Uh, if you'd like to follow us there, it's Liminal Space Pod. Um, we also have an Instagram, which li- which is Liminal Spaces Pod, and um, you can also listen to us on YouTube if you'd like, um, if that's your preferred listening method. We are YouTubers, barely. Um, <laughs> crossover, crossover, crossover. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we uh, we. <laughs> I'm sorry, I've derailed this okay. again. <laughs> Um, I'll figure it out. Um, uh, we also have an email. You can email us at liminalspacespod at gmail.com. Um, we, uh, you can follow me specifically on Twitter at arsenicnnulace. That's N, not A-N-D. Uh, and yeah, you can follow me on, uh, I use Instagram more. It's at Adele Bernadette. Um, Adele, like the singer. Yeah, Adele. Bernadette. Hello. Yeah. I'm on the other side of this mic. <laughs> I'm on the other side of the liminal spaces. <laughs> Sorry. I, that didn't make as much sense out loud. It's close enough. Um, and uh, anyways, Bernadette is like pretty straight. Burn. Uh, D-E-T-T-E. Why would you burn a debt? Because fuck that. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
I don't know. Uh, yeah, we uh, also would like to thank Purple Planet Music for our outro and intro music. Um, Into the Woods by Purple Planet Music. It's really good. Yeah. I've been Nick. I've been Adele. And we'll see you next time. In the, in the liminal, liminal spaces. Hello, this is your captain now. <laughs> Nick. <laughs> Sorry. Um, you do you do your and, and I'm the Luna. Luna <laughs> baby. Attention. Um, oh, I'll pet her while you do the thing. Oh, whoa. This is your captain speaking. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs>